are we going to address the fact that it's the second time doing this, or are we just going to try to do it, just do it new? Oh, or I mean, I'm say, sure we'll make mention during the show. But say, well, you know, we did this once before, and it was so good, we decided to do it again. All right, because I would hate to do this again and lose it again. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, well, if, if this one doesn't record, it's lost for all time. When, when, when We will never do this issue again. You sound like Arthur in um, um, Excalibur. Merlin, lost for all time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think that's when he. Uh, wait, is that when he attacks Lancelot and breaks the sword? Yeah, I think it is. And then he's going, Ada, throw it, do it, throw it in the lake, whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's the king of England now? Yeah, see. Yeah. Edward G. Robinson is Merlin. <laughs> Lady of the Lake, see. What do you like, see? Ah, who's your king now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Avengers Spotlight! keep meaning to check this but i haven't done it yet i i guess i could do it now while we're on here while i'm thinking of all i haven't checked to see what the dates are this year for eternal con i don't even know if they've named it yet (sighs) you plan it to come up again i don't know that's why i want to see what's going on i hope i don't know what's going to happen with if you make it down here i may not come up there if you don't make it down here, I may come up there. I don't know. It all depends on. Yeah, they don't have any dates yet. They just it still says June tenth to the twelfth, twenty sixteen. Yep, I just opened the page myself. Stupid bastards. Not gonna make that mistake of buying tickets early this time. Or if I do, I'm gonna spend the forty bucks so I can change my damn ticket. Ooh, ah, Elizabeth Henstrich was there. Man, she's hot. Are you shag? She is hot. Yeah. You don't think so? Actually, so, uh, I I seem to remember her be her being very nice to the people around. Not only hot, like, but nice. Mm, nice and hot. See, that's, that's the, the way, way you do, do it. it. Nice Tell your and buddy. hot. Twenty seventeen guest list coming soon. So it looks like I just looked under media guests and that's what they've got posted. So I guess they're planning something. Oh yeah, do you, I don't I don't doubt that they're gonna do it again. But But were you thinking that they've kinda outgrown the Cradle of Aviation Museum or is it still a good venue? No, I think they've outgrown it, but I don't know where else they're gonna do it. They got nowhere else to go. I got nowhere else to go. I got nowhere else to go.
I'm not sure what else they can, you know, if they can do it there and expand in that same general area, they'd be better off. Who knows? Maybe they could do it at the community college right next door. Well, there's that big coliseum behind there, isn't there? Why could, the I mean, where's the coliseum? That's not even open right now. Oh, okay. So it's being, being renovated. Hmm. Yeah, so I, like I was tell, telling you earlier, I picked the, really the wrong time to listen to the Sean tribute while I was at work, and guys are walking by on a construction site, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, you know, yeah, it's just dust in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm not crying. Just, You're crying. <laughs> just, just keep walking, man. Go turn a wrench or something. Get out of here. Actually, that was kind of funny. That was uh, what Mike Bailey posted. He was watching uh, Wrath of Khan. He wrote, he wrote, Spock just died. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. Did he just put that up today? No, that was like on Saturday, I think. Oh. <laughs> I cried. You're crying. Yeah, and then right at the end, Aaron played the... Uh, yeah, the bagpipes. Oh, yeah. As soon as I heard it, I had to shut it off because I'm like, I can't, I, I can't listen to this right now because I was already still just, you know... Just like no, no, I just that can't actually do it. made me smile. I mean, it smiled, but I I had to pause because I was still kind of riding a roller coaster from listening to Andy stuff, and and then it went into that, and I was just I had to pause and just kind of I was uh, verklempt. Right? And no, I and I don't blame you. You know. Anyway, so you want to do Avengers Spotlight, huh? Yeah, digging out the book here. Yeah, we'll do Avengers Spotlight. Yeah, it's Avengers Spotlight. It's, 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 it's in a hole. Commissar. Oh, let's go here, Commissar. Are we going to go through? I guess we can't. There's no point in going through in that whole spiel again. With the, with the, we had magic in a bottle, Ball. We I lost know, it. I know it escaped. Can't get it back. Can't put the genie back. Issue, what issue is it? 23? 2018. Oh, it's that early. Shit. Oh, I didn't think it was that early. Mm. It gets late early around to you. Yeah. What? It's a Yogi Berra expression. Wow. Stop it. Stay up. There you go. It's my light. My lamp. My favorite Yogi Berra is nobody goes there anymore. It's too crowded. <laughs> oh, man. I got to bust out the glasses. Hey, bust the move. You want it. You got it. Anything you want. You got it. That's not the song I was singing. Anything you need, you got it. Anything Anything at all, you got it. Baby. That was an awesome album. Yep. Yep. I became a big Roy Orbison fan just in time for him to pass away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that other album that George Harrison put out, just around that time frame, or actually, I think a few years earlier was was good. Uh, the solo one, Cloud Nine. Yes, yes, yep. I love that album. I, love, I like George Harrison. I like. I think he's my favorite Beatle. I like him and Ringo more than I like Paul and John. I I, I would have to go. You talking personality or music? Uh, because hmm. as much as I like some of Ringo's solo stuff, I can't put it at that level. Oh, well, I meant his overall, like, yeah, his personality. Like, I'm kind of lumping them both together. Like, if, if I had to sit in a bar and hang out and have a drink with somebody, Ringo would probably be the best one to do. And then mm-hmm. George. I think then John, then Paul. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess music quality Ringo's not up there, but yeah, he seemed more de- devil may care, fun. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the one that they all stayed friends with after they broke up. Oh, well, that's nice. George didn't, uh, really? Oh, I'm sorry. I, th- I think, you know, George, Joan, and Paul had some issues. I think, uh, I think, you know, George was kind of held back by the two of them a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like that. I think I have more solo albums and more other, uh, more George stuff outside of the Beatles than the other Beatles, than Paul or John or Ringo. I have more of his work. Um, I've got him in album, I've got him in CD. Um, I think if I George, George did some awesome solo stuff. Yeah, I like the. Uh, the song he did at the end of was it Lethal Weapon Two? Uh, yes. Cheer was, down. Uh, cheer down. Yes. I can see by your grin. Well, that was right around I the time of Cloud. Trembling Nine. within his down. Cheer down. His his very last album. Uh, I can't think of what the name of it is now off the top. Oh, of I know it. Um, it had a really funky title, but it ha- it had some really good songs on it. Let's see if I can come up with that quickly. Maybe this could be our preamble. I don't think so. I don't think anybody wants to hear this. I just can't think of the name of the album, but I know it's... George Harrison. Brainwashed. No, that's not the one I'm thinking. It must have been the one That was his last album. It had uh, Any Road, which is a good one. Ah, it's the song. Uh, Yeah, I remember that. Any... Looking if you for don't my know life, where you're going, good one. Stuck inside a cloud, another good one. If you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Yeah, that was his last album. Hmm. Sad. You know what's really sad also is that this Avengers official index to the Marvel Universe, man, this thing is falling apart. Well, because you've gotten good use out of that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to make sure I keep the, you know, that it, I don't let the it's literally, literally in two sections because it broke on the spine when I was – when we did the Masters of Evil, the spine broke because it was dead center of the book and I pulled it back and I tried to set it on on my desk and it just popped the spine. And Chewbacca screamed in agony. <laughs> and now it's losing the first page. There's only like one or two little tiny, teeny, tiny pieces of glue holding the first page in. And it's completely separated from the cover itself, the, uh, the first half of the book. So I can, lit- I can take half of this book out and, and you know, out, outside of the whole jacket and everything and read it. Up to Avengers 276, uh, 275. And then the second half is the rest of it. Do you, enough of, of my book problems. Do you know what that book is saying right now? What? Uh, hold on. I got to stretch. Oh, my spine. <laughs> That's what uh, that book is saying right now. <laughs> oh, I forget you record me. That's not that you, I record you. You, you know keep, I record you. Don't you, you, you forget keep is a, that I save you. You keep a file. You keep a file. It's a good thing I got you, Bill. It's a good thing. I wouldn't be funny I got at all you, without Bill. you. You make me funny. 
I'm here is Paul Straight. I'm going to wait. Paul's a straight man. I don't know. I got you, babe. I got do, babe. But maybe Ben has a laugh. Because the whole idea of getting started early was to, to get done and relax. Yeah, but we never... When we try to rush in to record, then we never have time to just chit-chat sometimes. But, but you never want to talk anymore. You don't want to it's cuddle. It's just, just banging out and go to sleep. Don't you know... Sometimes I want to hear how, how beautiful I am. You know, I like to cuddle. <laughs> oh, great. There's another clip for you. <laughs> uh, well, shall we begin? Yeah, sure. Whenever you're ready. I have to book. Oh, I got to start this, don't I? I don't know what episode number this is. Though, but, I don't uh, care what episode number it is. I don't care what episode number it is. Just do it, Bill. You're, you're stalling. Stalling. Like I turn into freaking Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, Sometimes I just like to come up with a new voice. That would just popped in. What, do you think it's Hannibal Lecter? That's what it sounded like to me. Yes, Clarice. Yes. <laughs> kind of like a combination of uh, Hannibal Lecter and Stewie. A comic book artist once tried to draw me. <laughs> you gonna open this episode or what? I'm trying to find the email. Hold your horses, Spataro. You task me, and I shall have him. <laughs> you know, from for the Hannibal Lecter, the wrath of Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Lecter. I give you and your valiant crew 60 seconds. Yes, Mr. Spock is for dinner. Ew. I'm stealing the voice. I'll do this for the synopsis. We could have Ernie Chan come back for the synopsis. <laughs> well, next time we do one where somebody's resurrected from the dead. Oh, but come on. Lo, a nation trembles when the commissar commands, and all the 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 bad yellow puns we get. Oh, never mind. <laughs> the hell is that? That's my, my version a... of the music from the commissar. Oh, I thought you had some type of fit or seizure. <laughs> Pretty close to it. Don't turn around. Uh-oh. The commissar's in town. Uh-oh. He's in the comic. It's really bad, but we're going to have fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, and welcome to Avengers Spotlight. Today, we have a very special episode for you. It is Avengers Volume 1, Number 18. When the commissar commands... On the front cover. And I guess that's in the name of the story, too, by my book. Hello, I am Dr. Bill, falling out of character or into character, or who am I today? I don't know. And with me, as always, is the lovely and tasty Dr. Oh, no, he's not a doctor. He's not a doctor. Nor am I lovely. I may be tasty. I'm not sure. Dinner Spataro. It's, it's kind of like you're going back and forth between the Crypt Keeper and Hannibal Lecter now. I'm just looking at your Skype picture and you look so delicious. <laughs> Luckily, that's not me. <laughs> little pig boy. Come to me, pig boy. Little pig, little pig, let me in. <laughs> little pig. Not by the hair of your chinny chin chin. 
I'll huff and I'll pluff. Pluff? What the f- pluff? <laughs> anyway, hello again. And today, if you can tell, we are smiling because <laughs> this is the second time we are recording this episode. And I sure hope it's recording this time because there will not be a third. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a given. <laughs> so if it doesn't record, then nobody just heard what I said. So we're speaking to no one. All this comedy gold just wasted. Making all his nowhere plans for nobody. (laughs) He's a real nowhere man. So, yeah, okay. Stop making me tangent. (laughs) It's so difficult to get you to tangent. tangent. What what with my having to say words and all. (laughs) Anyway, anywho... We are going to jump right in today. Well, let's see. Do we have any Avengers news? Uh, there's a, there'll be two movies coming up sometime in the future. Uh, oh, um, not really. Well, I guess you could say it's Avengers uh, news. Uh, I believe this month, towards the end of this month, Civil War should be out on um, Netflix in December. Well, it's been out I on believe. Blu-ray for a while now. So Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure next month it's going to be on Netflix. And I think this is the first now... They're going to be exclusive to um, Netflix from this point forward, I think. As opposed to what, Amazon Prime or Hulu? Amazon or I don't know about HBO. I don't know. But I think it'll it'll be on Netflix. Like there was some deal like like they were on Stars before. But now it's it's going to be um, Netflix. Netflix, baby. Be That's there. It's okay. I have Netflix, so I'm good. Me, me too. Me too. I like Netflix. Got all the other Marvel shows on there. So, Do you catch up on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Nah. Nah. You didn't watch this last one this week? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Uh, last week? I don't know if there was a new one this week. No, this this week there wasn't a new one. I'm trying to catch up on all the stuff in my queue, but uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I haven't gotten to yet. I've I've caught up on my Arrow. I've caught up on my Flash. I've mm. caught up queue, on my uh, Legends of Tomorrow. You, using that English term. Or or you queue is just a thing you put, a list you put things in, not the, a line you stand in, right? Well, I mean, in England, I guess it's either. You queue up, right? That's what they call that, queuing up? Yes, I believe so. That's not cosplaying as John Delancey. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> Sorry. Tangent away. Fire tangents. Oh, full power. Damn you. Anyway. <laughs> this is, this is, it's because we're recording this so early, I haven't had time to get tired. So I'm all whippy, zippy, and wired on Diet Mountain Dew with a, just a splash of cherry flavoring. And it's just making me giddy. <laughs> yeah. They call it that good old Mountain Dew. Diet Mountain Dew. Well, I guess we should get on with this issue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how, how did we come about picking this issue, Bill? I think we wanted to go... Uh, we didn't want to be strapped down to a, uh, well, you know, because we would like to do Avengers spotlight with Scott when he can be here. Um, and Scott's we didn't want to assignment, not, by the way, Scott, Scott is always on assignment. He's, he's on uh, secret assignment for the mouse for now. So, um, we, we don't like to do anything without him on Avengers spotlight and our recording schedule has been so hard lately. We decided we'd probably drop back like we did when we first started doing this and maybe just do like an individual issue here and there or like a two issue arc, something small, not any of the major, you know, like Celestial Madonna. <laughs> we got to get it. We got to get that in before uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's gonna we don't have that much time. I mean, that, that comes in May. Well, maybe we need to look at that as our next thing we do here. Because by the time we plan it and execute it, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's it, it could take us a while. That's a pretty long storyline. Well, you know line, Maybe next issue we should just do the issue that introduces uh, Mantis. I guess we could do that, yeah. Not the whole storyline? Well, we could eventually do the whole storyline, but there's no way we're doing the whole storyline by May. Well, we could save that for a score episode. That's true, too. Maybe we'll save that. Maybe we'll save that for score. We won't torture Scott yet. We'll, we'll all do Mantis episode books. <laughs> that would torture him enough, I think. No, no, no. Damn it, no. I can just hear him now. Ah. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> You're stalling. No. Avengers number 18. Cover date, July 1965. I do not have a... Uh, on sale date but like i think we said last time it was uh probably a couple months prior probably uh i mean i guess i could go into mike's amazing world i could uh, vamp paul vamp yeah so this this is a book uh <laughs> you suck at vamping <laughs> oh just cut to the girl from ipanema Look, typing in Avengers on my site so we can get some information to give to the listener. Why? Because we really like you. Because we want to entertain you. So we're stalling to find the information. And here I have it now. And back to me. Thank you, Bill. Okay, so the on sale date was May 11th, 1965. Two whole months. Well, I guess not two whole months prior. It actually came out in May. Why are they off by two months? Well, this this actually was a time period when it made sense to have them off. The whole reason was to keep so that people would keep them on the uh, on the stands because you didn't want to have old dates on the stands. But don't they so still they would, do that? They predated so this way it would be good to be in, in, oh my in the for like two months. Got a duck in the house. That's what I get for not turning my phone down. Shut up. <laughs> important no when the duck I got calls no because i have this new phone from work and i don't know whose phone this used to belong to but he's a pretty weird guy let me just tell you a text i got once <clears throat> look this up real quick starling 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 this is my text first the phone rang from this number then the text said sis i'm hungry <sighs> dirty world dot dot then the phone rang again, and I answered it, and I went, hello? And they were like, hello? I'm like, I think you have the wrong number. It was Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit, I accidentally called Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I'm Morgan Freeman. Stop calling my phone, mother. <laughs> I think I would do that. I think if I had a good Morgan Freeman invitation, I would just, if it was a number I didn't recognize calling, I would just answer as Morgan Freeman. Oh, I should have done that this afternoon because I got some... Buddy was calling. I usually don't pick up the home phone, but it was a, it, it it was a local number, so I picked it up, and it was like, I'm like hello, hello, is this William? And I'm thinking, yeah, dumbass, you called my house. I'm like, yes. Hi, this is so and so, and I'd like to take time to uh, get a survey. And I was like, ah, oh, click goodbye. And I'm like, ah, oh, I don't care about this. But but maybe next time I should just answer the phone as Morgan Freeman. I should start doing that at my house just to have fun. Yeah, especially when it's a number you don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. I got a new game to play. Bill isn't a rat. <laughs> Hello, I'm Morgan Freeman. Bill's not at the phone right now. 
So, but don't but don't they still have the dates all screwy on comic books? Why does it matter yeah, now? But they're not as screwy as they were, I don't think. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Saying this is back when it mattered. Now I don't think it makes a difference, and they still do it. Hmm. Do you think people like us bitter bantering back and forth like this and not getting to the point? Uh, six of one, half a dozen of the other. I think some people like the banter, and some. I'm people... glad you can you can commit to something, Paul. Well, I think some people like the banter, and some people think, "Oh God, I got to turn this off." Oh God, he's tangenting again. Stop me before I tangent again. Well, you know, you know, we used to do that with you know Kirk sent us an email about that a long time ago, but mm-hmm. he's come around to our way of thinking he's now. Since become a friend now. That's right. You know why? Because he's, he's got nowhere else to go. That's it. <laughs> Insert sound clip. I got nowhere else to go. I got nowhere else to go. I got nothing else. <laughs> oh my god, I can't find my glasses. Getting old. <laughs> Getting too old for this shit. I didn't even know you had glasses. Yeah, to read. Yeah. To read. Have you? Have <laughs> yeah, you? to see. <laughs> <laughs> I can see fine without the glasses. But have you ever tried to read the print in these freaking official index of the Marvel Universe books? One, it's like the size of a – it's like a slightly oversized paperback. And the lettering, you know, I can read it when I'm like, you know, way up on high. But then I got to like open my eyes really wide and I got to have good lighting and everything. They need to make this in like a telephone book size and not the new telephone books they have out. I'm talking about the old ones you used to get delivered to your house that you would use to prop up furniture, okay, when the leg broke on a couch. I've done it, people. Big, fat, thick phone book. That's what I need. I need an Avengers Index that size so I don't have to wear glasses to read it. It's annoying. It would have to, it would have, to have, like, you know, words the size of my house so I wouldn't need glasses. Yeah, I want it to be, like, you know, the size of the books in Doctor Strange. You know, leather bound. You flip it over. It's got a chain on it. You've got to open it up to read it. You know, that's what I want. Yeah, you're not getting so, that. Yeah, yeah, probably not. I so want the size of my. Put on your glasses and and read, monkey. <laughs> read, monkey, read. Him, <laughs> him. So our book. I'll just look at Mike's Amazing World for this information. Written by Stan Lee, penciler Don Heck, inker Dick Ayers, letterer Artie Simic, and this is actually reprinted in Marvel Triple Action. Oh, <laughs> I have no idea why. Marvel Masterworks Volume Nine, Avengers hardcover. Uh, Avengers Volume Two hardcover and the Essential Avengers Volume One trade paperback. I, you know, I want to think this might be in the first omnibus as well. First or the second? I'm not sure how many. Oh, the omnibus, yeah, would be the first. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's got to be in that too. So, um, and uh, our our major villain for this time around is Major Hoyt and the Commissar. <laughs> But we will open the comic stars in the book. Oh, I'm just going to keep doing that. Yeah, you, you just do that. <clears throat> Synopsis. While Captain America broods over his lack of a career or a private life outside the Avengers, trapeze enthusiast Quicksilver rescues a falling circus acrobat. What? Oh, OK. There's commas there. See, it's because I can't see. <laughs> broods over his, Captain America broods over his lack of a career or a private life outside the Avengers. 
comma, trapeze enthusiast Quicksilver rescues a falling circus acrobat, comma, would-be actress Scarlet Witch attends a production of Twelfth Night. Co- All right, this is getting a little bit. This is still the same sentence. Uh, comma. And Hawkeye tests a new arrow. I would not have written this this way. Comma. Shut up. Meanwhile. Comma. Sin, <laughs> Sin Kong's. Well, actually, there was a comma after meanwhile. You're right. Meanwhile. Comma. Sin Kong's massive, super strong communist dictator, the brutally oppressive commissar. Oh, comma boy. No. It's, Supposed to say comma. I'm pausing for my comma. Okay, do it again. Do it again. Okay. Meanwhile, no. Supposed to be a comma after meanwhile. (laughs) Wait a minute. Are you goading me? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, okay. I'm I'm serious now. Okay. Yeah, you're full of crap too. Meanwhile, comma. Sin Kong's massive, comma. Super strong communist dictator, comma. The brutally oppressive commissar, comma. No, it should have been do 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 comma. Do 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 comma. Fakes a radio transmission from Sin Kong supposed underground resistance seeking the Avengers' assistance. Well, there's comma. no comma. What do we do? What do we do for a period? Okay, when there's a period, I'll, when there's <laughs> we get a pad. <laughs> when there's a period, I'll go. This is like uh, when you hear the sound. Do 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 do. Turn, turn the page. page. <laughs> this is like Victor Borgia. Ever seen when he does the uh, the punctuation bit? No, I don't think I have. Oh, that's hilarious! I'm because only in my 50s. I'm not that old. I'm younger than you, and I've seen it. Anyway, all right. So you do the the song and the commas when I pause, or you know when I pause, and I'll do the periods at the end of the sentence. Okay. <clears throat> Seeking the Avengers' assistance. Comma. No, I did the pop for the. <laughs> Cap is eager to help, comma, hoping this mission might impress his prospective employer, Nick Fury. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are reluctant to meddle in foreign affairs, comma, but an idealistic speech from Hawkeye about liberty changes their minds. Upon landing in Sin Kong, comma, the Avengers are escorted to Commissar's palace, comma, comma. Where they quickly defeat the commissars. Comma. No. <laughs> Soldiers, but fall prey to hidden traps. Comma. No, it's a pop. When they revive. Comma. Commissar. Doom, 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 doom. Challenge. <laughs> challenges the male Avengers to fight him one by one in front of the locals so he can prove his superiority. He soon defeats Cap. Comma. Hawkeye, whose arrows have been sabotaged, and Quicksilver in single combat. Realizing the Commissar... You gotta let me get the second part in. Sorry. ...is really a robot controlled by his... Oh my god, we got quotations. What do we do for quotations? Okay. (laughs) A robot controlled by his quotations advisor, Major Hoy... Comma. Cap... Dares Commissar doom, do, do, do. to fight. <laughs> I did it again. To Oops, fight Scarlet I Witch. I did it again. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, sorry. Uh, to fight Scarlet Witch, comma, who wrecks the robot's controls, comma, neutral. Why are you saying it like a question? 
neutralizing the commissar and freeing the people of Sin Kong. End of synopsis. I hope everybody got that. That synopsis sucked. <laughs> I thought we added some spice to it. I think we did. I think without that, it would have been boring as heck. <laughs> let's well, let's go that... back and let's look over the this, this book page by page, though, shall we? Yes, now that we have the synopsis out of the way, we can uh, begin with the book. So, First off. Cover? <laughs> cover. Ready? Cover. Oh, wait. Sorry. I was doing a flashback to the Navy. So, I, uh, I, you know, I guess we're going to talk about some things that we talked about the last time and repeat. Previously. Repeat comma. But uh, nobody's going to know that but us because nobody else has. Pr- it was privy to those conversations. That's right. Us in the NSA. Now, the artwork on the cover, and I guess we should describe it first. Oh, uh, wasn't it Kirby? It's a Kirby cover, yeah. Yeah. And underneath the logo, it says Captain America, Hawkeye, Quicksilver, the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, right underneath, you know, you've got the Avengers, you know, logo, and then right underneath that, it's it's like, okay, did we really need that? Yeah, it kind of chews up a lot of the cover. Yeah, I mean, it causes the cover to take, or it causes the logo to take about a third of the cover. Mm-hmm. And I yes. think that, that's a little excessive, in my opinion. Oh, Vinnie Coletta was the inks, and Sam Rosen was the letters on the cover. So. Now, what's up with the uh, the coloring? It, oh, again, we didn't, I didn't describe it. It has the commissar, and he's do, holding do, do, a big do, do, sword. Boom, boom. Hawkeye, Hawkeye's taking a shot at it, and I guess he's deflecting the arrow with the sword. Quicksilver's got drapes and he's wrapping them around the commissar captain america looks like a color form in the middle of it who's just kind of leaping towards the commissar but doesn't really seem to actually belong in the picture where he is yeah his pose is completely weird and the scarlet Scarlet witch Witch is is the damsel in distress in some sort of a tube with and i don't even think she's in the they colored her yeah i was gonna say with a miscolored costume she's got a purple purple costume on and, and red bright red legs and bright red like yeah, that's her chest. like stocking thing. Her stockings are bright red, and her bustier and her cape and her funky headpiece and gloves are all deep purple. Smoke, Smoke on, on the, the water. water. Wanda in disguise. Remember when I said I would never sing? <laughs> you are my. Well, <laughs> and now the, the I'm just looking at the cover more carefully. Uh, you know, the background's got kind of. Not so much Kirby tech as Kirby architecture going on. Well, we've got like this Chinese, you got like a foo dog there at Hawkeye's feet, like some type of dragons and stuff. Uh, Looks like like a, uh, some sort of a, like a stove by a cap by his Mm -hmm. head. It's, it's a, it's like the Ben Franklin. It would be the, uh, the Ho Chi Minh Trail, uh, uh, potbelly stove or something. And then there's an erratic checkered pattern on the floor. Well, it's not even that. It's like, it comes out in like a, it's not through the whole floor. It's like, look, see, it looks like a sun ray. See how from where that's That's why I said comes, it's erratic. Oh, yeah. Everything stems from Scarlet Witch's cage. There's those, you know, we didn't even notice that last time. There's those pointy triangles coming out for her cage, and then there's lines at the end of them, and they, they I- intersect with those, the lines that creates the checkered pattern. That's really weird. and Because it's back behind Hawkeye, too. You see it behind his uh, butt there? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what Kirby was thinking with that, to be honest with you. I mean, that's a lot of detail to put underneath all this. Almost like he probably drew that first and then put this over it. Almost like this is just a big, giant color form um, picture. Yeah, does does have a little bit of that going for it. Not I, really the best cover. 
I think we said last time we didn't like the speed lines in Quicksilver because it's like his whole body is in a silhouette, except there's these, these green lines drawn through it, a different shades of darkness, um, you know, to, and then there's lines coming from his body to give him the illusion of speed. It's almost like he's Soul like the flash button. <laughs> like he's vibrating too fast and we can't see him. Yeah, it's. I, I don't think it's a great cover. It's you know, every, everybody individually looks okay, but it just doesn't look right together. The composition, something's off on the composition. Hey, did you notice the commissar's left hand? Take a look at the wrist. Oh yeah, he's got a little little baby wrist. <laughs> he's got this big. He looks like Hellboy. He's got this big giant hand. Wow, that's really. But then he's got Popeye forearm coming out of that tiny yeah. wrist. Hmm. Man, I didn't notice that before. Well, you know, maybe it's a good thing we take a second look at these. Maybe we should record twice more often. Yeah, okay. No. Because we have that kind of free time. Sure. <laughs> so, so, moving on from the cover, we could join the $100 a week club. Ooh, man. Sell, selling shoes. Let me put you in a profitable business. You can run from home, spare time, full time. I'm just a Nigerian warlord. Oh, wait, this is a bit before <laughs> that. Okay, then we go to a splash page, which is uh, the commissar is kind of air, he looks, in, in air, leaping onto Hawkeye, who he's <laughs> punched, I guess, with both I, fists. He looks like uh, the guy from um, the Warner Brothers cartoon, uh, Hassan Chop. Like he's, you know. Yeah, I, I think right off the bat, we're, we're treated to the difference between Jack Kirby's commissar and Don Hex. Mm. I got to say, even with his little limpy wrist, I like Kirby's a lot better. Yeah, because he does look a little bit meaner and imposing on the cover as compared to here. He just looks like a uh, like a nineteen forties drawn. Looks like he's walking stereotype. up from a bender. <laughs> and meanwhile, yeah. Cap, Cap and uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch just kind of hang out in the background while Hawkeye's getting his butt handed to him. And there's that like lizard forearmed lizard statue there behind the. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, is that some type of dragon or something? Yeah, I don't is know. It? You got me. Yeah. And then Hawkeye's like, uh, he's down for the count. When the Commissar commands, his mission prove that the Reds are superior to Freedom's champions. His method, defeat an American fighting team by any and all means. His madness, when selecting his foes, he dared to choose the Avengers. As opposed to all those other American superhero teams at this point. You got them, you got the Fantastic Four, you got the X-Men. Pick your uh, poison, they're all beating uh, you, Commissar. Yeah, yeah, you don't even have, like, the Defenders yet or anything like that. No Champions, no West Coast, no lights, <laughs> no motor cars, not a single luxury. Commissar Caruso, it's primitive as can be. And the first page into the story... Oh. <laughs> I was frozen in ice, I'm so upset. I have no life. I'm going to sit here at the table and look at the lit candelabra. (laughs) His fame is universal. His feats are living legend. His name is hailed whenever freedom rings. And yet, Captain America sits alone in Avengers headquarters, his heart heavy within him. Is this how I am destined to spend the rest of my days? Did you imagine you spoke like that? (laughs) Captain America throws his mighty shield. Ramrod of a mighty fighting team. Yet without a private life to call my own, eating another man's food, accepting another man's shelter, wearing another man's under... Wait. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, and as Jarvis brings him his food to eat, if only Nick Fury would answer the letter I sent to him requesting an appointment in his counterintelligence unit. How much longer can I go on this way, being a living symbol to millions and yet a frustrated anachronism, big word cap, to myself outside? And, and then they show the outside and his thought bubble still inside. We don't see Cap. We just see the outside world. There's people in the streets and cars going by. Outside my window, the world passes by, a world in which I have still defined my rightful place, my own identity. But I dare not desert the Avengers, for I am needed here. Into my hands, the torch has been passed. The Iron Man, Thor, and Giant Man have left our ranks. I must remain to guide the three who have replaced them. All right, enough of Cap. I mean, first of all, you. he's got it bad for Nick Fury. <laughs> got it bad, got it bad, Second got it all, bad. what a whiner he was back in this era. I'm bad for Fury. <laughs> so we, we cut to Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch. They are quite snappy dressers, which I kind of like that they're not just walking around in uniform. I think Quicksilver looks pretty cool here. I don't know who they model him off, but he just looks like like a like a TV star of the time or something, or he's just TV like star with like two, a movie with star. two horns in his hair. But even it still even looks cool. Not like well, okay, maybe not the first picture, but the other ones it's it's a little more subtle. Like he kind of patted that shit down with some product or something. Then, I don't know then, if they have. He, go, he goes to the to the circus, which is apparently a sausage fest. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's he's funny is he there, had he's two got tickets. Abbott and Costello so... on either side of him. <laughs> yeah, but Lou, shut up. Uh, uh, this this uh, trapeze guy, he he can't quite make it to catch. Oh wait, 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 wait! First, we got to say that 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 Pietro had to tickets he had to take it for wanda but she wanted to go watch a show but it's you know she had two two she had two tickets for 12th night at the repertoire theater and quicksilver has two tickets to the circus so we know where they where the refinement is in this family okay but he had two tickets so why is there two dudes sitting next to him there's a dude on each side of him so that means he gave he he gave you the abbot or costello his ticket and those guys just look way too happy, and they're not really watching the show. They're not looking where he's looking. Well, maybe the guy on the right is, but the guy on the left, I don't know what that guy's looking at. He's just sitting there saying, oh, this dreamy guy next to me with his gray hair horns. He's just a <laughs> hey, silver devil. Silver-haired devil. So anyway, back to your the so, label yeah, so, so trapeze the, artists. One of the trapeze artists misses, right? The great Slipinis. Now they're under Whoops. they're under a big top. How how high would you say is the highest big top you can imagine? Oh, uh, what do you think about thirty feet? Okay, let, let's go nuts. Let's say it's three. You want to go nuts? Let's let's, let's, nuts? let's say it's four times that. It's one hundred and twenty feet. Okay. Holy cow! What kind of big tops are you in? So so now, from the time they miss, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But from the time they miss each other on the jump. He has time to say, can't do it, falling too fast, I can't stretch far enough. Then Quicksilver has time enough to say, he'll hit the ground within seconds and there's no net to stop him. The guy next to him has a chance to say, he he hasn't a chance. And after all of that, Quicksilver has time to run over and set up a net to catch this guy. Look, the the net seems to be rising, shaping itself as if by... Magic. It must be Doug Henning. He 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 got the map. Uh, the map. The magic. The map. The net. The net <laughs> up in time. I mean, how much time does it take to fall from a trapeze to the ground? 
Well, and this is one of the things that that is just all the time in comics. Well, let's see how long it takes this book to drop five feet. And go. Ah, crap. I broke another page. I was just going to say, if Bill doesn't stop it, it'll it'll die. (laughs) Oh, no. Page one ripped out finally. Damn it. I got it. I can get it. I'm okay. I got it. I got it. my spine. I ain't got it. No, I got it. I abuse my book so much. Just like my children. Shut up, Ben. No. So anyway, Quicksilver saves this dude. <laughs> then we we cut to Hawkeye, who's <laughs> trying to experiment and create new types of arrows. With the anti-gravity arrow. He, 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 either that, either he created an anti-gravity arrow and that safe went into orbit, or whatever he did to the air, the arrow wore off and he killed a small family somewhere. Yeah, doing, using sound. I did it by vibrating the arrow at the correct fre- – when did he become a scientist? At the correct frequency pitch, <laughs> I made it actually lift a one-ton safe. A one-ton safe. Does anybody out there – Ben, how much is a ton? A lot. Thanks. Thanks. Go back to playing the game. So anyway, he so he he shoots this one-ton safe into the air. 2,000 pounds. It shoots out of the building, breaks through the wall, and – He's, I've proven that weight means nothing, which uh, maybe I could use one of the arrows. Okay, provided. So, so what happens with this safe, though? Well, exactly. That's my point. Is that, well, now, yeah, but then he says, now I'll send a moving crew to replace the safe. Replace the safe? What about, how about, what, what, go how about find the one, one you just Earth. shot into the air. <laughs> what, what are you doing, man? You know, these safes don't grow on trees, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stark st- Tony Stark isn't made of safes, buddy. Uh, but now we turn our eyes to the far east, to the communist rules puppet state of Sin Kong. Look at the size of this dude. <laughs> I assume the guy who's opening up the whatever to let him out is average sized. And l- let's let's go with even below average. Let's say he's about 5'3". It's how tall almost, is this other? How tall is this robot? Eight feet? It, nine feet? Shh, 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 shh. Oh wait, we already told him in the synopsis. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. How tall yeah. is this muscular big guy? He's almost like he's not human. No. What would have been really be funny is if when uh, because he comes out and speaks, and what if he, you know, who spoke those trains and ass words? Who dares to my command? No, he's not a robot at all. Pay pay no attention. Pay no attention at all to the big, giant, lumbering metallic. No, but he doesn't look metallic. He, uh, he, um, oh, he's, he's got medals and stuff. He's, he's got a strange little pattern on the front of his, uh, uniform, though. By, like, the, the front where you, like, either zipper or button it closed. What is that little pink thing? I don't know. I don't know if that's supposed to be shading. Well, because it's got, like, a trim on the bottom, but I don't. I think it's only in that. No, you know what? It's in the next one too. So it is a part of his uniform. It's like a, like a red burst, or I, I don't know if it's. It's only on his uniform though. So, but he does the massive uh, cro- uh, killer croc feat of strength and throws a rock. He throws it pretty pretty damn far. <laughs> Hit him with a rock. <laughs> he throws it out of the village, and then he pounds the crap out of a rock, and then he grabs some lowly villager. Ah. <laughs> uh, and uh, makes them all bow before him. And and when they're bowing, that's a terrible picture. 
Oh yeah, because it's like he's blocking out the sun and he's and, and they're, they're a all long shadow really on top of each other here. Yeah, yeah. And there's no it's more like, village. It's like they're trying to make a human pyramid or something, a human centipede, uh, centipede, centipede pyramid. Blah 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 blah. blah. So we cut, some... cut back to Cap pining over Nick Fury a little more. Oh boy. Oh. We could successfully complete the mission. It may be my stepping stone to Nick Fury's agency. He'll have to consider me. It's what I've been waiting for. Really? What is this drone date? And his mission is because he's been given a uh, a uh, he's received a transmission from Radio Free Sing Kong calling the Avengers that the Reds are destroying our land. Only you can help. Please come. Hurry. This isn't a trap. Of course not. Come on over. He has broken contract, honorable commissar. Do, 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 ja, ja, done. And then the the picture on the bottom right is horrible. Yeah. That's like the worst stereotypical Asian look ever. Or or close Mm -hmm. to it. Yeah, yeah. And back in the States, Cap presses a button. Avengers, assemble on Hawkeye's ring. Quicksilver's watch and the Scarlet Witch's brooch. So did it like blare out in the so middle she of needs the theater? To wear that brooch at all times when she's not when she's not in, it's, in costume. It's like my duck ringtone. Quack quack. Avengers assemble. You got, they got Professor Allen. <laughs> Avengers assemble. Exactly one hour later, because that's how long it took everybody to get in costume, except for Hawkeye. He was already in costume. Well, it says and maybe, after Cap's briefing. So, oh, so so it took, it took five less minutes than an hour for them to get there. Cap took fifty-five minutes to explain why he's they have to go on the mission because he's so depressed, and they're still not buying it. <laughs> but if you guys go with me on this, maybe Nick Fury will give me a job. Yeah. So Hawkeye's all like, "Ah, oh, come off it, glamour pants. We're we're not kids. We get the message. Hold your tongue, Hawkeye. We do not quote unquote." Get the message. I, <laughs> I thought our purpose was to battle crime. Why need we conserve? Why need we conserve? Why need? Did I say last time that sounded? Why need we concern ourselves with international affairs? I echo my brother's question. Yeah, because you're just a sounding board and a woman. Hey, I'm just saying the way the books treat her at this time. I'm not saying anything that, you know. Let me spill it out for you. We're supposed to avenge. This is Hawkeye. We're supposed to avenge injustice, right? Well, 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 when liberty's threatened, justice goes down the drain. That's it in a nutshell. What? But if you two have something more important to do, old Winghead and I can handle it alone. You have made your point, Avenger. I don't think he's made his point at all. We shall fight as a team, as always. I always thought Hawkeye's bark was worse than... Oh, this is Cap. I always thought Hawkeye's bark was... Wait, wait not now he's droopy dog. Spark. needs to begin. Ugh. Oh, this book is a mess. So they fly over. I, is this? Had we seen the Quinjet before? I don't remember. I think we may have, but I'm not. I don't sure. think we actually officially see a Quinjet till later. I don't think they call it a Quinjet. Yeah, it lists because it doesn't look like a Quinjet. It looks like I don't know. It's like some funky type of flying craft. And uh, so they show up, and they are greeted by the government officials. And uh, <laughs> Cap realizes he's been had. Ooh, ooh, it looks bad. They were expecting us. Could they have intercepted the underground's message? message? They are the underground, you idiot! (laughs) Uh, 
I mean, while the guards are like, <laughs> yeah, all these guys, these guys are done. How do, how the heck do they think they're coming in stealthily anyway? They're landing at the airport. The military's there. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're never going to notice us. Can those bewildered-looking costume capitalists be the mighty Avengers? No, no, everybody walks around in these uh, these kind of uniforms. <laughs> yeah, no, we're the Fantastic Four, see? There's four of us. Remain here. The commissar will see you at his pleasure. Do, 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 do. Ja, ja. Yeah, my pleasure will be to ram that arrogant smile right down your throat. That's a nice way to be a, to act as a guest in someone's country. Knock it off, Hawkeye. We're not looking for a barroom brawl. We want jobs from Nick Fury. <laughs> What's that sound? Like steel panel sliding. They're trying to lock us in. Don't let them get the initiative, all of you. Roll your dice. Oh, wait. No, sorry. I was playing D&D. Well, that, 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 first, uh, that first panel on page uh, 10 after the, the doors are come down, it looks like uh, Scarlet Witch is doing the Macarena. Where? The fir- first panel on page 10. Cap is going into action, but Scarlet Witch looks like she's doing a little dance step. Oh. Hey, Wanda Maximoff. <laughs> he takes command as though he were born to lead. Okay. And that's, oh yeah, that's uh, Wanda again while she's finishing up her, her dance moves. Actually, it's not a quotation. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no quotation there. <laughs> But Quicksilver has enough time to say, my speed can't get me through that. <laughs> I'll need the body of a Reed Richards. I didn't know he had a, I didn't know he had a thing for Reed Richards. Nuts. You should have let me start fighting an hour ago. Then, oh, wait, another duck call disc is coming in, but I'm going to let it go. Oh, wait. No, I should. No, I'm not going to do Morgan Freeman right now. <laughs> so, the so commissar. Cap, Cap three guys with one throw of the shield. And, and yeah. apparently the shield is bouncing off the edges of the panel. <laughs> well, and you can't really tell where there's no like, okay, the there's shield no is just or end point. Exactly. It's just in the shape of like a, it's a figure eight. It's a, it's a figure eight. If you could skate and you turn it on its side, it's infinity. That's a little schoolhouse rock there for you kids. Go look it up, Russell. He's got a clang, a splang, a walk, and a pling. Hey, I told you, no Asian jokes, dude. Oh, sorry. Direct all hate mail to Dr. Bill. Yeah, but there's no, there's all the sound effects, but yeah, this this thing is just, so the, the shield is just constantly, forever, in an infinite clang, splang, walk, pling. Loop. <laughs> Loop. In this panel. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping pong. Beating the hell out of these. <laughs> Excuse me. <sighs> oh, and uh, go ahead. Scarlet Witch uses her her simple, quick acting hex, like as opposed to her really long acting hex. Our guns are defective. She hates these guns. It's, that's a pretty effective hex. If you can turn off all the guns, make them, none of them work. Except for the guy with the bazooka. Apparently that one, is, it's not a gun. <laughs> nope, only works on guns. Look out, Cap, look out. There's a, booz- there's a bazooka behind you. I would have laughed. It was just a bazooka raced against the wall, you know, or, or with no of, guy on it. Just, or a, piece just of a bazooka. Gum. Yeah. <laughs> bazooka Joe. He oh, my God, clear. run. His timing was perfect. Along with his hair. Oh. Then the at the last panel, it shows Quicksilver taking out 
one, two, three, four, five guys. And it's almost like the same thing as the last panel on the page before. But at least he's got a line that he follows. You could follow the line back from an origin point. Yeah, that's true. But this time we have Thuck, Wop, Buck, and Blap. I'm just going to let that go. <laughs> I do like the shot, the first shot on page 12, looking down on all the bodies scattered on the ground. Are are those, I hope those are guns and not like limbs. Because if you squint and your eyesight's bad, you might think they're missing some arms and legs. I'm pretty sure those are guns. But you got two two of the guys. I don't know what's going on there with those. Like go go from Hawkeye's head up to the guy who looks like he's stretching for a, a, a rifle. Mm-hmm. His waist is laying across the waist of the other guy. It next looks to like him. they're scissoring. I, I yeah, I, something nasty's going on there. So I think we need to cut to the next panel quickly. So Cap is still under the delusion that the. Our main objective is to contact the underground leaders. You moron! Yeah, he's a born is leader, no... isn't he? <laughs> yeah. And but Hawkeye's true leadership skills come through, and he says, "I know what you're thinking, Cap. Unless there isn't any underground, unless we were duped." Duh. And just as they say that, dun, 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 the floor swivels open and swallows the Scarlet Witch at a not uh, a very un unflattering. Uh, 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 pose as she falls into the floor. You're not the most ladylike position. No. It's no. got to be tough to put hinges on giant cement floorboards. Yeah. It's one closed again. We've got to get her out of here. Uh, out of there. Stand back. My blast arrow will do the trick. No, Hawkeye. Don't do it. We might We might cause a cave-in. We don't know how, to, how the dungeon below is constructed. But the longer we wait, the longer she... Listen. A scream. It's from Wanda. <laughs> Apparently she's learned her vowels. How's this Alvin? My God, do you hear that in the other room? Yep. Oh, you can? <laughs> yep. Wow, wow. Hold on, can you do Morgan Freeman for me? Hello. Call from the Commissar. What? I have no idea who that is. Mm. So, quick... Oh, we have to say that this is where... Just like on the cover, Quicksilver is in the – every time he goes into streak mode, he's all um, just great. He's, I don't know, greened out, lined out in green. It's mm-hmm. very – you know, he's like a green blur with just like green streak lines driven all over his body, but his body's in a perfect silhouette. It should have made like like, like the, the multiple figures would have been better. Multiple figures or just that no actual defined – body on the back side i could see on the front side but everything going back into the streak should just be a just be just be smeared it shouldn't be a, a definitive line yeah not that, that i sense. can draw it you know <laughs> i'm just saying like but if, you can if visualize you what you're talking about even if you yeah. can't actually put it to paper right right so he finds wanda who is somehow within oh i don't know what uh this took place in like 30 seconds she is now completely blindfolded, tied up around the waist and her arms, and her hands are bound behind her back as well. And she's in some uh, uh, grate. Well, like a cell they can, with a grate yeah, opening. Exactly. So uh, Hawkeye pulls out one of his uh, his flare arrow that can that can melt bars like butter. Hmm. That's got to be safe. Nothing like hot magnesium or something, you know, flaming magnesium dropping on Wanda. 
doesn't matter that. because they there are vapors of colorless and odorless gas silently seeping into the gloomy corridor. Getting groggy. Something wrong. Can't keep my eyes open. My hands getting numb. Hard to hold arrow. Well, Going we to drop it. it and start the whole building on fire. <laughs> well, we all have the problem where we get a little numb and have problems holding the arrow. I feel like a man in a trance getting hard to see. And that goes right into the next ad on the next page. The hypno coin. <laughs> New pocket size invention helps hypnotize in minutes. It must work for you or money back. What? It must work for you or money back. Okay. Hold the hypno coin in front of the person you want to hypnotize. Then gently vibrate the plastic lens. This sets the hypnotic pattern into a whirling motion. The motion is so fascinating, it captures and rivets your subject's eyes to the hypno coin. Now proceed to give your hypnotic suggestions to commands. Get this amazing hypnotic aid complete with free revealing booklet of secrets and instructions. It tells you what to say and do, how to command and re-hypnotize with the snap of a finger, how to thrill and amaze them with hypnotic stunts, feats of strength and memory, etc. Feats of strength? How does... Whatever. Get the coin <laughs> booklet and large illustrated catalog for only $1. That's right, $1, PPD. Sent in a plain wrapper because uh, it's... Uh, whatever. Uh, money back if not delighted. Sorry, no CODs. Send to Hypnotic A's A one one nine one five nine seven nine. No, no, no. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, for your friends. So, huh? so our heroes are all unconscious and they awaken in the chamber of the commissar. Do 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 boom. Ja, ja. And there's a uh, there's a panel that's about two thirds of the page, with them waking up, the giant commissar coming towards them. But, you know, he's, it looks like his hat's too far back, and so he's like, ah, hi, hello, how are you guys? Like if Jerry Lewis were the commissar. Hey! The but, commissar. But there's, there's a piece of some sort of artwork, like a mask or something, that's <laughs> That runs basically from the top to the bottom of the panel on the on the left side. Just and waiting for him to like turn and look at us, you know, like what the hell's really going looks on way here? Way out of place. It's like, why is that there? That doesn't need to be there. I just put my hand up in front of it. It completely changes. I mean, it doesn't really change anything. In fact, it improves it. It does improve you know? it without it. it it's, it's totally it's stupid. unnecessary to have a big nose sitting in the middle of the page. If you were going to have something there, make it like. Some type of dragon, or because that's what you got all over the rest of this freaking picture is like these Chinese motifs of dragons or whatever, or foo dogs, you know. But no, we're gonna have a guy in like some weird I don't even know what that is. Well, I assume it's supposed to be some sort of piece of statuary. Well, yeah, but but whatever it is that they felt the need to have it run from the top to the it bottom, it almost looks of, like a gray alien if, if you got rid of his nose. But I don't think it appears on any other panel in that. That shows that chamber. So it's not yeah, like, let, well, it's not like this is the architecture of the chamber, so we have to be consistent. Because you right. never see it again anyway. It would be different if, like, in the next shot, we get a reverse from the other side of where the commissar's at, looking at the Avengers, and we see that behind him. But no, we never see that again. I'm Ever. thinking, I, my thought is, he screwed something up on that side of the page and put that there to cover up what he screwed up. Blap. <laughs> it's kind of like Bob Ross putting a big fat tree in the middle of the the otherwise really good picture. Yeah, we're going to put a big happy face over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. make that look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy face, happy face. Cover up the mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, back to Cap. <laughs> so, so, so now the men they, decide to... 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, they decide to jump in and take on the commissar, but aha! You, we've got Scarlet Witch on the glass, and uh, if at one okay, unbreakable glass cage, she's completely helpless within an unbreakable glass cage. At one command from me, Major Hoyt will press a button, slaying her instantly. Unless you agree to the to the. Unless you agree to the terms I now propose, I will fight you each one at a time. Or I taunt you a second time. But first, I'm going to put on my big wrestling outfit. And in this corner, the commissar. Ding, 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 ding. And for our audience, we will have the villagers watch us to see how a real communist dictator defeats the capitalist pig dogs. So, yeah, so it's all a, a propaganda thing to try and show how he's defeating the Americans. And look at the uh, gallery of people who are watching him. Mm. Look how they're dressed. Uh, like stereotypical Chinese what villagers. Was the, what was the thing in, in the newspaper they used to have? With like a, It was almost like a fortune cookie kind of thing every day. Was well, it like Ching Chow or something like that? Something. Well, they look like Hop Singh from Bonanza. Oh, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's a horrible stereotype. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. So then, then the commissar comes out in his big orange and red wrestling suit, which Cap has, you know, room to poke fun at uh, the commissar. Is this a gag? You call that baggy-looking pair of diapers your combat attire? <laughs> yeah. Okay. For that taunting remark, I choose you to be my first victim, Captain America. I shall crush you like the flea you are. <laughs> Don't bet on it, Bright Eyes. I'm one flea who's got a sting. Pong. Oh, it's like striking a mountain. He doesn't seem to feel it. <laughs> it is impossible. I didn't even bat an eye, and my fist feels right. like it. All right, just... I give, I give, I give. Oh, Nick Fury will never love me now. Oh, sorry. He does First, kind of a really... like move on the bottom. <laughs> looks like the gibbon. <laughs> so the commissar gets capping like a bear hug. <laughs> And he's got his foot on Cap's shield. He's like, <laughs> like Cap's like, look, kid, give me my shield. I carry my shield. I can't get you my breath. <laughs> he's like, eh. you can see he's like swiping. Eh, 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 eh. Uh, and he passes out. So Cap is done. Then yeah, Cap's out. Turn. Yep. He's in, uh, and the villagers are like, you know, oh, he's defe- he easily defeated the first Avenger. I'm a little surprised they went in that order. Because Captain America should be the most formidable, so you would think he would be the last one he'd face. Like, kind mm. of build up to Captain America. Well, if Cap was a strategist, maybe he would have let the others go first to gauge his fighting style, or his, you know. Because, arguably, Cap should be the strongest one here. Well, the, being or the, the, the most battle-seasoned and, and yeah, capable so of victory. If he was going to be a tactician, he should let the other... Let the other um, Avengers go in to gauge the enemy's strength to devise a plan, but Cap was just, you know. Connor Nee and Singh would tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. You're an excellent strategist, Captain. <laughs> or Con Lecter Singh. Yes, you're an excellent strategist. Yes. <laughs> Lecter Singh. Yeah. So Hawkeye uh, shooting his arrows, and he's like, something's wrong. My arrows didn't have the right heft to them. There's only one answer they were tampered with while we we're unconscious. Why? <laughs> or, or the answer is you suck. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he gets Hawkeye in the, as his second bear hug victim. Yeah, after he... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he pounds his fist into that giant stone 
pillar. His punch missed, but it it doesn't matter. Even the concussion is strong enough to knock me off my feet. Really? <laughs> really? Just a pure the the pure force of the air. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I, I find that hard to believe. So Hawkeye's going out, and uh, next comes Quicksilver, who wraps him up in drapes. <laughs> Meanwhile, holding on to it the whole time, not thinking, "Hey, <laughs> maybe at some point I should wrap him up in this drape and I don't know, let go," <laughs> because then the commissar just grabs a hold of the drape and swings Quicksilver around like a little toy, and uh, but then he tries to get away and grab his sword. Whoa, no. Nothing nasty intended. Uh, and uh, be just like a smack in the air. He didn't even touch me. And yet I'm hurled to the ground. And then and suddenly Cap realizes what's going on. At that instant, the same thought strikes Captain America as he realizes we've been fighting the wrong man. Which this leap of logic makes no sense. How do you figure out that he is a robot if he's defeating you without touching you? Because he says he didn't even touch me and yet I'm hurled to the ground. And so they, I, I, I don't, I, I can't no prize it. I don't understand how they think, how they know he's a robot because he beat them and they don't see Mr. Hoy or Colonel Hoy. Pay no attention to the man behind the mirror. Yeah. So then uh, the Scarlet Witch decides that she's going to take him on. Oh, let us begin, Commissar. See, it's where you're supposed to do your. Exactly. Why does Major Hoy disappear behind those drapes while you do the fighting? It is no concern of yours, woman. Ah, but it is. Let me burn away the drapes. What? <laughs> what? With my hex power. <laughs> what? And see what is revealed behind him. You couldn't have just, oh, I don't know, maybe cause the rod holding the drapes to drop? No, you have to burn them with your hex power. What? How interesting, an elaborate control panel. For what, I wonder? Stand away from there. I'll kill you. For that is my secret. So, basically, she Captain Kirk's the commissar. You could just hear, like, the sound of the spring. Bring. As, as he, just, he just falls apart. As his chest, a big square chest plate pops open. Oh, oh, he is a, oh my God, he's a robot. Behold, the comics deceived us. The timer was merely a robot. And I'm not going to read this in a really hokey Chinese accent, which is the way they're really portraying all the people in the picture because they're all smiling with big my, big mouths of teeth. The, the communists deceived us. It's a robot, so now I believe in democracy. <laughs> <laughs> they have freed us from the tyranny of the commissar or until the next dictator comes along. By exposing their deception, we have caused them to lose face. This is the worst face that worst fate that can befall them. But be always, but be always on your guard, for uh, their goal is nothing less than total world conquest and world enslavement. Only constant vigilance and devotion to freedom can stop them. And remember, the Avengers always stand ready to do their part. That's the Alvin. So we are treated to a. 1960s Cold War era definition of communism in a comic book. Should we do uh, ratings on this? Oh, wait. Uh, wait. But we have the final panel is the oh, Star ahead. Trek. Dun, 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 where uh, Hawkeye says, Cap, did you take lessons on how to be a cornball corn or does it come natural? Sorry, Hawkeye. I guess I got carried away by my own convictions. 
Um, and then Wanda says, which convictions, which with convictions such as those, one has has a right to be carried away. As we see the villagers carrying away Wanda on a platter, on a platform. And, uh, Cue the laugh track. Dun, 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 dun. And speaking of being carried away, I hope Wanda does not expect such service upon her return to, to America with us, says Quicksilver. Ah! But the Avengers will have a far greater problem to face when they return to the States, a problem which they, which neither they nor you are likely ever to forget. Let's try to solve it together next issue because they probably don't know what the next issue is. So they just threw that in. But since through the through the through the the the, uh, power of time and this book I have. Let's see what the next issue was anyway to see if it was a big th- – oh, that's right. I think we talked – Swordsman? It's the Swordsman, yeah. So actually, yeah, it is kind of interesting. This will begin the long road to the Celestial Madonna. Yep. Oh, just kidding. Celestial Madonna. So I, I think we should do, give ratings on this. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, last time we basically said cover was uh, – you got the color form cap. You got the streaking Quicksilver, the miscolored Scarlet Witch – Oof. Even though it's Jack Kirby, uh, I don't want to say D, but I'm just going to say C minus the cover. What do you say? Or uh, do you just want me to do all of it, or we just we'll do no, it together? We can do it. We can, we can do it piecemeal. I, I was also going to say a C or a C minus, and I'm. Um, I just hate to give Kirby a C minus ever, but I think but it's this just one, not I think a good this layout. One I need to. This is this is just not a good cover. I think we said last time, if you got rid of that thing up there, if you put Cap at a more realistic angle of attack, it would make this cover look so much better. But they didn't, so we'll go with C-. I'm in, agree- I'm in agreeance. Uh, the story, oof. I mean, it's a one-off. I guess the only, I guess you could say it's a recurring story. I don't remember. I, I have to, it's been a while since I've, I've, I have not done a complete read-through of this in a long, 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 long time. So I don't. I know Cap for years was always the man out of time. Oh, woe is me. But this love affair with Nick Fury. Uh, I mean, he would later in, in later years. I mean, this century in comics, he would lead S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but, you know. It and, really should be Nick Fury trying to get him. Yeah. Not the other way around. Right. He should I mean, be looking for Cap to, you know, to run missions for him. Is is Cap just jonesing so much to be led by someone, you know, because he was in the military or, you know, worked for the government and now he doesn't. So he's just, you know, so hard up to have somebody tell him what to do to give him a purpose. His, his special purpose. <laughs> Dear Mama, I found out what my special purpose is. Oh, was for. Uh, story. Oof. Mm. I hate to go with a D, but I'll say C minus again. I would say the story is fairly by the numbers. There's really nothing special about it at all. It's kind of your prototypical. It's very dated now, though. But late fifties, early sixties type story. Uh, I'm going to say a C, not a C minus. And the art special, but it's not so horrible. And the art, sometimes I think we said before, like sometimes. It looks fairly good, even with the depressed cap. The art doesn't look too bad. Um, the I thought Quicksilver looked pretty good going to the circus, and like 
I like the shot to where you know he says he'll hit the ground within seconds. I I I I, I like that shot of him. But then the next two panels where he's p- putting the net out and catching the guy, this it doesn't. I don't like it. Um, I think the commissar just really. Mm, I'm going to have to go with a C minus again. So I think overall for me, this is a C minus book bordering on just a hair away from a D for me. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you on the C minus for the interior art. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm just more of a solid C minus than you because mm-hmm. I gave one thing a C. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not bordering. You're a C minus bordering on D. I'm a, I'm dead. I'm a dead set C minus. Hmm. So there we have it. Avengers 18, Volume 1. Rush out to your store and get it now. Probably a book like this cost you, I don't know, $35, $45. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So better hurry, kids. They're going like hotcakes. Or fortune cookies. Oh, I went there. So, want to cover any email or are we going to wrap it up? What do you say? What say you, Bill? Oh. Well... Yeah, I think we could do a couple. You want to do the first one? Didn't you do this one first, one last time? I don't remember. Which one is first? That's a really long one. Is that the Ryan Daly one? Yeah. All right, I'll do it. Oh, phew. That means I have the really short one next. Hello, Chris. Hello, Paul, Chris, and Dr. Bill. This is, he's referring to our, uh, I believe it was our oh, Civil, the Civil, Civil War, War episode yes. that Chris Tyler did with us. Mm-hmm. I just listened to your Back to the Bins episode reviewing Captain America Civil War. So if if I had read that, I wouldn't have had to guess at what he was talking about. You guys had a great discussion, and given that it's right up at the top of my Marvel movie list with Winter Soldier, I agreed with all of the praise you heaped on the movie. In fact, I don't have a single complaint about the movie. There may have been elements in the story or characters that I questioned, or some that I'm ambivalent toward, but nothing about the movie bothered me or felt like a missed step. And I haven't said that about any of the Marvel movies since Iron Man. Paul, I think, brought up the criticism that Spider-Man's introduction into the film felt a bit forced. I disagree. I don't think it was jarring at all. However, he was a little superfluous, entertaining as hell, but if you took Spider-Man out of this movie, the story wouldn't change, only the airport battle would be less fun. I'm going to interrupt right there, and I'm going to say, it wasn't that I didn't think he was fun, I did, and I enjoyed him in the movie, but... It seemed forced to me. It seemed like they decided they wanted to get Spider-Man into this movie and they had to find a way to do it, so they had Tony Stark recruit him. I think with the story as it had been flowing up to that point, Tony Stark wouldn't have done that. He wouldn't have gone out and and, and enlisted the help of a teenager who was basically untried in battle up to that point. It just didn't seem to make sense to me and I thought it was forced. So I stand by my opinion. It's not that I didn't think his character was fun in the movie. I did. But I just felt like they shoehorned him in. Mm. I was worried going into the movie that the inclusion of Spider-Man would outshine Black Panther. T'Challa is one of my favorite Marvel characters, tied with Reed Richards. So I had high hopes for his big screen debut. And the film did not let me down. Black Panther was amazing in every scene. The costume, the attitude, the performance, the revenge story, all great. I agree. Okay, I had to get the general gushing out of the way before I addressed the Vanity Fair article that you guys brought up. I looked up Ms. Robinson's article after I heard you talking about it. I wanted to roll my eyes at the idea, but after giving her position its due attention, I can understand her position. Not that her logic makes sense, but I understand the personal emotional position she might be coming from. 
The fact is, homosexuals are underrepresented in mainstream comics and superhero action movies. Dr. Bill or Chris, one of them, name-dropped North Star as an example of a gay superhero. Thing is, nobody's making movies about North Star. Is he even in the comics right now? And representation is important for this industry. That's how you grow new fans. Stan Lee said the reason Spider-Man became so popular was because the full-faced mask obscured his identity, so while he was out there saving lives and doing amazing things, he could be any age, race, religion. Women now have the female superheroes they can look up to in Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, and Wonder Woman. People of color have War Machine, Heimdall, Falcon, and now Black Panther, who's not just a sidekick. Who do the gay community have in movies to actually represent them? I don't think I'm, I'm interrupting, and there's going to be more... You know, Ryan's going to talk a little bit more about this later in his thing, but I don't think it's a matter of representation. I think it's a matter of, again, forcing things, shoehorning things, taking a character who's never been gay, and now all of a sudden we have to make him gay because it, it's, I don't want to say stylish, but because it's a, it's a time to represent that particular issue. I, I do think... I, I don't have any issue with homosexuality. It doesn't bother me that people are. Everybody's free to do their own thing. Uh, but I don't think you necessarily have to force it on us either. You know, it, it just, I, I feel that it, that it was, you know, her, her position was forcing the issue. There's no reason Captain America and Bucky should be gay. They've been like brothers. That's the way they've always been presented. Or not always been presented. It's the way they've been presented in the modern era. That, that they're like brothers. Otherwise, it was more like a mm-hmm. father-son type of uh, relationship if you go way back. But there's never been a point where there's been any type of sexual relationship between the two, and I don't see the need to start it 70-some-odd years into the character's history. Uh, Ryan goes on, well, they might have Captain America and Bucky at least in their fantasies. No disrespect to Agent Carter, but I do believe that Bucky has always been the most important person in Steve Rogers' life, whether it's in the movies or the comics. And as the Russo brothers say, that relationship can be interpreted a lot of different ways. That doesn't mean it should. And no, I don't think there's anything homosexual about Cap and Bucky. They're brothers and best friends. I also don't think the movie is flawed, as Mrs. Robinson, as Ms. Robinson says, for defining Captain America as heterosexual. That is where her argument fails. You can wish for a gay relationship between the two characters, but don't hold it against the movie for not granting your baseless wishes. Hell, I want Scarlett Johansson to come to my house, but I don't blame the Hollywood system when she doesn't. There's nothing wrong with a segment of the fan community wanting Captain America and Bucky to be gay, but expecting them to be gay or getting pissed off when they're clearly not, that's just unreasonable. Welcome to the world where ScarJo doesn't come to visit me. That's okay, because she's at my house. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, I realize this is long, but I have one other connected tangent. The discussion above got me to wondering if any character in the Marvel Universe could introduce as gay. Is, is this something that needs to happen? No, should it? I think so, and I think it will for the reasons of representation that I mentioned. Hollywood recast Nick Fury, Heimdall, Human Torch, and Deadshot as black men in order to appear more racially diverse to a more racially diverse audience. And those decisions certainly pissed off a good amount of people. But I think ultimately they gained more than they lost, with the exception of Michael B. Jordan as the Human Torch, but that's because the movie sucked. (laughs) It's also because they forced that change. That's one of the reasons the movie sucked, is because they took this character and they changed him. And I've said this so many times, and I don't want it to be something where, where it's, you know, seeming like I'm being unfair, but... Johnny Storm and Sue Storm are are brother and sister. That's part of the point of the Fantastic Four. They are a family. They're not, you know, 
They, well, it was it doesn't he work adopted to have them, in the movie. I, I it didn't It doesn't see work to have them adopted as far as I'm concerned. Why not? If you, if you had made Sue Storm if, black as well, I don't think I would have had a problem with it. Well, but I want them to were... be biological brother and sister, having grown up together, having been through the whole family relationship. Not something where he comes along later and becomes a no, part no, of the well, But what if they, he was adopted at the same, like if, if if they're the same age or a year apart and he was adopted. Can I ask you a question, Bill? Okay, yeah. Why? Go ahead. Why do you need to do that? Well, I'm, well, what's the big deal if they did? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I Because they need to be brother and sister in my mind. And having them as adopted brother and sister creates, but a, biological diff- or creates not, a different does, family dynamic. But biological or not, doesn't matter if they were raised together. Like from an early, early, early age. I agree with you if he came along like when she was 10 or something. Or they already got something set. But if they were both raised from an early age together, there would be... I wouldn't see a difference if he was adopted when he was like 12 years old and she was already 15. Yeah. I could see where there may not be as strong as a family dynamic there. I mean, I'm, um, maybe I sound like a proponent for adoption, but I mean, I, I just don't think being adopted should be with adoption as a, theory, as, as a, as something people do. I think it's a wonderful way to, to, to show your love for children, but I don't think that it works in this situation. I think they're a biological brother and sister, and that's part of the way they're presented. It's part, it's integral to the characters as far as I'm concerned. Okay. So that's why I don't agree with changing it. If you really feel so strongly that you want Johnny Storm to be black, make Sue Storm black too. I'm okay oh. with that. Oh, okay. And, and to be fair, I think that the actor who played uh, Johnny Storm probably gave the best acting performance in the movie because I did see that movie, and as horrible as it is, uh, and as horribly written as it was, he might have been the best acting performance that we got. Mm. But he was playing a character that doesn't exist in the comics as far as I'm concerned. Well, now, I know when... I mean, I've never had a problem with Nick Fury, with Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, because that's the way he was drawn in the Ultimates universe. And I believe that's what they went to 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 Jackson and asked him if they could use this likeness. And then later, you know, he's like, you know, he wanted to play Nick Fury in the movies. So I have no problem with that. And now one I did have a big problem with was Heimdall at first because I was looking at it from a stance being Norse mythology mm-hmm. in that they are, you know, they are Scandinavian gods that are <laughs> tribes of people who are, you know, mostly blonde, pale skinned. But when they kind of went on the stance that, well, they're aliens, eh, okay, I guess they could, you know. Also, if, you're, if your job is to stand outside and watch everything all the time, well, you're going to have a heck of a suntan after a while, too. I, th- so. I think the thing that made them changing Heimdall's race okay to me was the fact that they changed Hogan also. They made him Asian. Didn't he always look Asian? No. I thought I, he I did. I don't think so. Mm, maybe it's been a so, while. But, but change, changing both of them seemed to make more sense than just changing one. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's unfair, but it, it didn't bother me. Heimdall didn't, did not bother me at all. Plus the fact that I just think uh, what Adris Elba is just so cool <laughs> that, that it was just like whatever. I'm fine with it. Yeah. You know, there's, there's some rumors of him possibly playing James Bond, and I think okay, you know what, if you're gonna, if you want to cast a, a, a black actor as James Bond, I can't think of anybody better than Idris Elba. Uh, I like uh, the guy that was in uh, Serenity. I like that guy. Chiwi, oh, I can't say his name. I'm not going to try. Baron Andy, Mordo. Just, who? Yeah, Baron Mordo. Yes. I don't know. He, he, I don't know if he oozed enough charisma for me to mm. be Bond. 
You don't well, think we really so? are going I... off on a tangent here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I thought he was a fine actor, and I thought he was great as Mordo, but uh, I, I don't know about about him as Bond. Whereas Idris Elba, I think I'm on board for. Hmm. So anyway, uh, where were we? Uh, so who could Marvin? Mar- did we? Yeah, who could Marvel imagine? Marvin. Re- who Marvin. Could Marvel- there, there. Marvin. So was a friend of mine. Reimagine as a gay as gay that would piss off the smallest amount of people, and still energize more potential fans. I think they should consider making Carol Danvers Carol Captain Marvel gay. Casual fans aren't going to know the difference. They just aren't. They're just going to wonder why she doesn't say Shazam to get her powers. For those of us who do who do know and love the character, would anybody who really matters who matters really be that upset if Carol were gay? For one thing, lesbians are generally more accepted in popular culture than gay men. For another thing, Carol doesn't have long, doesn't have a long-lasting, memorable love interest with stories told over the last fifty years. And if I were a betting man, I'd wager that Marvel does not adapt the story where Carol is raped and impregnated by her own time-displaced son. I think we'll see mm-hmm. a gay hero in Marvel in a Marvel movie eventually, and short of creating an all-new character, which will likely fail without a built-in fan base, I think Captain Marvel is the best option. You're not losing any good love story plots or notable supporting characters, and you, and you get a twofer in her niche marketability. Anyway, that was, holy shit, that was a lot. Anyway, <laughs> great episode as always, guys. Keep up the good work, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan, for the email. Um, you know what I... Yes, I, thank you. When 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 you try to portray a gay character, and again, I I don't think Captain America and Bucky should be portrayed as gay. I just don't. But when you do take a character and you want to show that that that's their sexuality, uh, I think you're just better off not being in your face about it. I thought that what they did with Sulu in in Star Trek Beyond was actually well done because mm-hmm. it was more subtle. I mean, it was clear they they didn't try and hide it at all, but it was more subtle. All right, so we'll call it on that email for now. Thanks again, Ryan, for sending that one in. It was very, very well thought out. Even if I don't totally agree with it, I think you, you know, you make some good points. Um, we'll do some more email next time around, and uh, what I don't know what we're going to cover at the next Avengers Spotlight, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll figure something out. We always do. Yep. Thanks for coming along for the ride, Doc. Yep. As always, buddy, had a good time, and we'll see you and everybody else later thank you so much for listening to our show and we hope you'll continue to join us each and every week for more good old-fashioned comic book back issue awesomeness you can contact back to the bins to leave feedback comments questions suggestions and criticisms via email at back to the bins at gmail.com or by joining the back to the bins group on facebook back to the bins is a proud affiliate of the two true freaks internet radio network which you may find at www.twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is a registered trademark of Demanzo Corps of Milan, Italy, all rights reserved. Each and every month, the Two True Freaks Network produces dozens of new and exciting episodes which regularly reach tens of thousands of loyal listeners worldwide. Sponsorship and or advertising opportunities are available. Inquiries may be made via email to two true freaks at gmail.com. Please take a moment to stop by the two true site and check out their many other fine podcasts, won't you? Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Oh, mmm. Ah, oh, this, the aroma that just hit me. Mm.